0: Hello everyone, welcome back. Actually, thank you for welcoming me back. It's been a while. I was going to wait till my dog stopped barking, but he keeps barking, so I don't have the time to wait for him. I was supposed to record with my kids, but um, my son's been working, and I don't want to record without him. So my daughter told me, you know what, just record by yourself, and then we'll jump on in a couple episodes so um thanks for listening if you're listening that means you're you're still you're still here i left for a little bit but i'm back i'm about to explain why um this might this might end up being a sad episode i didn't write anything down i'm just gonna speak from the heart like i always do um except when i have like um conspiracy ones or stories and stuff like that where i gotta jog my memory this is gonna come out it's gonna be my you're gonna hear my heart speaking is what you're gonna get um i've already released one for the patreon which is a lot more um open um i share a lot more information on that one so um let's go
1: Yo la quería más que a mi vida, más que a mi madre, ay, la amaba yo y su cariño. una mañana de frío invierno entre mis brazos say se me murió
0: so that song uh, in a nutshell is my life right now um she says she loved her more than she loved her mother that's 100 accurate on my on my hand. i know in our culture it's um that's not good but that's what it is for me that's the person that showed me the most love ever in my life um so why wouldn't i love her the most above everything Let me change this man, because this music just has a tendency to bring out all the sadness that I've been feeling. So sometimes even when I'm driving, I make the mistake of listening to this music and uh, I'm driving and I'm crying while I'm driving and then I get to my stop and I'm crying. So I I turn it off and um, surprisingly, what helps me is listening to the podcasts that have Liz on them. I went back in there and I put a bunch of hearts on them and I put her name so that they're easier to find for me. But right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm actually in her playlist right now and uh, I'm gonna play something from hers, from her stuff. Uh, let's see. This one she called "Mexicanas." So we're gonna play this in the background. So um, as you all know, Liz was battling an illness. We didn't really say what it was exactly, Um, but it was cancer. And um, we, um, she had a pain back in uh, December last year. And um, so she she kept having this pain. And I would would beg her to go to the, the, the hospital. And uh, I would beg her to go to the hospital, but um, she was stubborn and um, she was uh, uh, very tough, you know, very very tough. And um, so she didn't want to go. And uh, months went by, and I would I would keep bugging her. Let's go, let's go, let's go to the let's go to the hospital, let's go check it out, you know. Let's go. And said, No, 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 I don't want to go. And um, I had a feeling, um, you know, it just developed um, that um, I had a feeling that um, this wasn't going to be good, right? So I had to tell her, usually when I have a feeling or, or uh, a vision or I see something or a dream I, I like to let people know about it so, so it so they don't happen, so it doesn't occur, right? Or so they can notice the severity of things so um I well, when I went ahead and told her I was like you know what I don't think you're going to you're going to make it out of this you know this is this is like I don't think you're going to you're going to end up making it and it sounds like a messed up thing to say but that's what I felt and so I had to tell her um and so um even that did, didn't didn't uh, make her want to go right so we ended up um we ended up going to, to TJ um, like in April. So, because um, w- we actually, no, before that, we were going to a bunch of d- d- hospitals. And the hospitals would say that nothing was wrong, that she was okay. And um, so we kept trying a bunch of different ones. And you know what? She's like, you know what? I think it's just like a muscle pull or something, or I might just need like a, an adjustment or something. And um, so we ended up going to TJ, just me and her. And uh, we talk about that adventure um, here. I think it's episode 90, I believe. 91, I'm not sure. And uh, we end up going over there and um, they do the adjustment. And um, the homeboy there, he's like, you know what? Um, I think there's something there. And you're, you're going to have to get some x-rays, you know, so you can get to the bottom of this and find out what it is. I'm going to prescribe or I'm going to order some x-rays i guess you know he, he kind of ordered them that way we can go there in, in tj and uh, and get the x-rays but i was like you know what we'll just get them in the, over here in the u.s and shit right so after she got the adjustment she felt good you know relaxed we came over here but then the, the pain continued you know and um we were looking at her at her shirts uh all the white t-shirts all the white clothing that she had um on her right side of her chest there was like a little quarter size um like dirt mark in every single t-shirt from the times that she was she would push on it you know i guess to to make it stop or i don't know you know you know sometimes when we deal with pain even when you have a headache you kind of push on that on your head when i was a kid i used to punch my fucking head i don't know who else has done that but i've heard of other people that do it or slam their head and um it does stop the pain because it kind of numbs it but um so um sorry about the dog fucking dog but um so we ended up coming back here, and we kept trying and trying and trying. April, May. Um, actually, I think in, in late April we ended up going to uh, Arcadia Methodist, and um, we ended up um, we ended up uh, going there to the ER, and um, they ended up um, doing uh, scans and stuff. And they sent us home. He said, Oh, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Okay. So we ended up going home. So the next day, they call us back. And uh, so we ended up uh, returning because they called us back. The ER doctor that was relieving this dude was actually more experienced and he was able to find something. And we ended up going back to the ER. And they was us like a speed pass because we were just there the whole night. We got out like at four in the morning. And we went back and. Uh, They ended up doing the CAT scans and that's where they found a a, a little tumor. And uh, from there, we just kept um, waiting a little bit and then she got the biopsy and they determined that's what it was, it was cancer. And um, from there, then they told us what stage it was, right? And it was already stage four, it was advanced. So then uh, once they told us that, We didn't really know too much about it, so we looked into it, right? And then it says there was no cure for it, so okay, we knew that. And also, we were doing a lot of research, me and her. And uh, there's natural ways to beat it. Um, There's uh, certain things you can do. um, And uh, usually when you're stage four, it's not recommended to get chemotherapy because there's no cure. Um, What the treatment is called, is called palliative treatment. Palliative treatment, what that is, it... uh, it just means that they're trying to prolong your life a little longer. The things you do will prolong your life a little longer and, and there's, there's no way to cure it, you know? Um, so people out of ignorance have, have spoken and said that, um, it's my fault. I didn't, you know, I waited too long and to take her this and that, but it's just, it's just ignorance. You know, they don't, they don't really know the severity of the disease or what it does or how it functions. What happens is you have it first and then when it metastasizes, metastasize means that it spreads throughout your lymph nodes and then it goes to other areas. And that's how it's categorized as a stage four because it's spread to other places. When it's um, when you first notice it, you notice it, it might be a lump somewhere and then there's no pain and you still have hope. Once there's pain, it's already spread. It's it's like too late already. It's, it's spread already, right? So that's the case that we were in. And we opted to just, you know, try to treat it uh, naturally with what you eat, no meat, certain vegetables that you can eat, certain vegetables you can't eat, no sugar. And, um, that's what we did. We just continued to work on that, you know, on the diet. And, um, we just kept, um, I don't know, man, I, um. I feel like I feel like I mean she knew that that There was no cure And asked her if she wanted to know The Um The life expectancy And um She said no It's okay I respect that Okay you know Um And um They um We ended up uh, Breaking the news to, To the parents And um And um we got a negative. I'm not gonna go into detail, but we had a negative response from them, and uh, that uh, saddened her, you know. And even even more so, you know, that she didn't have the, the that that support. Um, so she was sad a lot, you know, during the the dealing with this thing because you don't have the support of the of the, the people who created you. I mean, I'm not gonna go into detail as to what was said, but it was it was not supportive and. Um, we went back to the doctors they said you know what you got to stay away from them you you can't uh, you can't be around them because they're negative you know you need all the positivity so i feel that um that caused her a lot of sadness i i know i know that she ended up being depressed and this is in the the correct way of using the word literally depressed not how people just fucking throw the word out like nothing it was it was that bad that, that you know she was really really sad you know um but I was here to motivate her, and so were the kids, you know, and we go places and we started changing our diet around, um, eating healthy. I even started to lose weight, and she was losing weight too, as well, um, and um, what was cool is, though, that she had the support of her of her older brother and her, and her older sister, and I thanked them a lot for, for being there, for, for her. Um, That way she at least had that that love coming, you know, from, from, from half of her, her brothers, you know, um, so that's cool, They've, they've, they've always been there, and, um, they've always been there for her, so I thank them for that, um, so then, months went by, you know, and, um, we're, um, just living, you know, like, fucking trying to live with this fucking thing, you know, and, uh. Just doing research, constantly doing research and stuff. And um finding a lot of a lot of different things, trying different teas, you know. We even went to some place that um we got recommended to and um it was a scam that for one at 150 and he did not even lay not one finger on her, you know. It was he was just like, oh you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and you know, within six months we'll get rid of this cancer. You know, speaking gibberish like that, right? Like just crazy talk, right? and keep in mind this is like a small ass little fucking little little ass fucking office it's not even a fucking big place and that's how you know if, if that was really successful and what he it does it'll be a big ass place right so that was right away was a fucking red flag for me but just i, I don't wanna i don't wanna not um try that and then you know feel bad because oh i should have tried that so I was, you know what whatever whatever my wife wants to do let's let's go you know let's let's try that let's try that option different options so we went and um after we we're done, it's oh you got to do this, this and that, right? We're about to leave, and then, uh, then uh, all of a sudden, his uh, his uh, secretary goes, oh you guys gotta, you guys, he's recommending this and this and this supplement and this supplement and this supplement, right? Pretty much what they were is it's a bunch of yerbas, but this fool ended up putting like, um, like like um, Mexica, um names to the to the yerbas, just that, that way you don't know what yerba it is. He's just naming it whatever whatever he wants to, you know, just so so you don't know what it is, right? And so he goes. She goes. Oh, okay, it's gonna be a nine hundred dollars. Um, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to use that once a month. I'm like, and then I told her. oh, it's up to you if you want to get it. And she goes like, she's like, oh no, you know what? I feel like it's a scam. Well, yeah, it is a scam. But I don't want to say anything. If you want to do it, we'll do it. You know what I mean? I got the credit card. Let's do it. And she's like, nah, nah. Like, I, I know, and She's like, I know. I know it's fake. And so we ended up telling her, oh, you know what? We weren't prepared with that with that kind of money today. You know. So we ended up not doing it. But it's a scam. Like you know, if, if this was real that fool would be famous or they would have killed his ass already for for curing people that's that's what they do they end up killing you for curing people so um we're working and i noticed that um every day i come home and we kick it outside in the porch and talk and stuff right and um we'd um just be out there and just even in the daytime just look at the sky walk around and just talk like have some deep deep conversations you know we always did but even more so now we'd be talking out there um and then at night time we'd lay down and sometimes she can kind of lay down so she'd be kind of like sitting up um like indian style with a pillow she has a couple like big like they look like teddy bears that are laying on their stomach and she loved using those um she has a white one which is like a polar bear which like signifies me that's what she would call me Cause I was light skinned, I'm like I'm a big ass bear, light skinned white, you know, and so that's what she would, she would let be laying on and stuff, and, uh, and I'd not be laying down, I'd be caressing her back and touching her and stuff, and um, massaging her back, and we'd be talking, and um, I remember um, one one night I I told her hey like um you know you know I you know I love you right? She's like yeah, I'm like for real, you know yeah, she's like yeah okay, I'm well, like do you feel it? She's like yeah I feel it okay. I wanted to make sure that that she, that she knew, you know, to make sure that um, that she was aware of it, that she felt it, you know. If you guys listen to us before, we you know that we don't just practice um, speech. We we practice with actions. We show up with actions. We don't just say it, you know. When, there's even a couple uh, recording here where I, at the end of the episode I tell her I love her. She doesn't say it back because we don't do that you know you do it when you feel it not just because as a a response you know what i mean like someone says good morning you say good morning you know hello hello you know it's like it's not heartfelt even even a perfect example let's say you're in a bad mood and some food tells you good morning you don't want to say it but you say it right same thing that's how we look at it and um i was talking to my homeboy slick about that and um i guess because he uses the word a lot right and we're talking about it and then uh I was kind of a little a little messed up, so I'm, like, laying down, I'm talking to him, and uh, I told him, yeah, man, like, people that use the word love, like, you know, they just use it like nothing, like, I love you every single time that, that they say goodbye to somebody, and I don't think it's right. So I think he got a little offended, right, or, or defensive, right, so he's like, oh, well, you know what, um, I think people that use it, they use it because um, they feel it all the time, you know, and it's a good idea to do it. And then, then he kind of, like... Uh, it was good what he told me. He's like, you know what, but that's that's in your mentality. That's what you think. I'm like, Yeah, you know what? You're right. That's my mentality. But the crazy thing is, Liz had the same mentality too. She believed the same stuff as me. You know, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. So I mean, both of us I mean and 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 she wasn't uh she wasn't a follower or nothing like it. Let's say there's a lot of times where we disagreed with things. She wasn't she wasn't just Thinking what I was thinking Or saying what I was thinking Just to say Because she's my wife No a lot of times she Like she would set me straight Like nah I don't think This is that You know what I mean So it wasn't because She was you know Super submissive Or just uh, um, Wanted to be Seguirme like oriente. You know No that she actually felt that You know And so We would use it rarely um, But when she would tell me I love you I would tell her I love her more You know I wouldn't say I love you I would just say I love you more and that became, like, something that uh, that I said, you know, sometimes we, we would come across, like, little signs and pick them up and, and bring them home, and um, that that would say that I love you more and stuff like that, you know. So, this time kept going, and we're, like, um, trying to do our best to eat, and uh, my brother-in-law would, would buy our uh, uh, vegetables and fruits every weekend and stuff, you know, that was really, really cool. Um, a good help because, as you guys know, I work seven days a week, right? So i find it very very difficult to even do anything like that. even even to come on right now today luckily i got out of work early because i finished up early and um i was able to um to record i'm recording now and uh right now what i'm recording is um the little like um table it's like it's got like two levels um it's ultra it's a, it's a little table and um above it i've got on the top um on the top level, I've got uh, two candles at the end. The picture of my daughter's graduation with all four of us on there. And then behind that, against the wall, is um, two two orchids. Uh, one orchid, they gave us uh, the day that she passed. Um, we were having a viewing down there and they gave us the orchids. And one orchid, they took to the funeral. Um, they took two of them, but my mother-in-law kept them. But that's what I have And I have two candles And I have a little black candle Like a little uh, Bath and Body Works candle And then uh, Her urn is like In the second level Um And uh It's uh It's a cool urn It's um I don't like the usual Um Ceramic ones So this one's like a wood It's a wood urn And uh It's really nice I even ordered a plaque That I'm gonna put on there But anyway I just wanted to Give you guys an idea And uh so I've got two candles up there One down here Then I got my assault rock here So far hasn't been dimming Or haven't actually looked at it But I'm gonna pay more, more attention to it um, And luckily the dog's not barking anymore Because my daughter actually took him out there to the living room he, F, F was in the room and he kept barking Because he was, he was sad because he's by himself So he, he, that's why he kept fucking barking But um Yeah so you know she She was really really tough So she she just kept going With life you know And uh, I'm not going to go into details of what treatments she got or nothing like that But um, at one point it was really, really painful And then she went through a procedure and um, that helped it And and, um, she was good, you know, like she was able to actually lay down She wasn't able to lay down on her back or on her chest And then once she got the procedure done, that really, really helped but then that procedure affects something else, you know, so we're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're not going to do it anymore. And we just, we stopped going to the USC and yeah. we ended up calling um an, 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 some other facility. I, I can't think of it, but so, yeah, we're um just going. And um, um, I would say like uh, the last week of September, I kind of noticed that she was kind of declining, so. I wanted her to go to the hospital and I kept telling her, hey, let's go to the hospital, let's go to the hospital, let's go to the hospital, you know? And, um, but she wouldn't want to go, she don't want to go. And I would even try to motivate her, like, come on, like, you know, like, you just want to stay here in bed, let's go, come on, like, you know, I know you're not good. And um, that one day I um, I ended up, um, I left I left for work and I saw, you know, I saw her, she was like sitting up, you know, and she's kind of in pain, because I would kiss her goodbye every, every morning, right? And so when I was leaving, I kind of felt like, man, she—I know she's not doing good, and I know she's in pain, you know. And uh, so that day, as I'm driving home, I'm like, man, getting emotional, crying, you know, on the way home, you know, because I know, because I know what's the inevitable. I know what's—I know there's no cure for this thing, right? So, um, you know, sometimes you're you're on your own, your mind—it'll take you to di- different places, you know, and uh, it'll take you to different places, man, and different ideas and. You can get lost in your mind, right? Especially when you're driving around, uh, like I do. As much as I drive around from place to place, all I have I have time to just be thinking a bunch of thoughts, right? So um, I called her. I was, hey, get ready, take a shower. I'm gonna when I get home, we're gonna go to the hospital. And she didn't want to. She was like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, and I knew she wasn't fine, so. um... I called her her brother so he can call her. He called her. She's like, No, no, I'm fine. And when I got home, she convinced me that she was fine. Like I I even felt like I was crazy, you know. She was so tough that she was acting like she was fine. Like, oh no, I'm I'm okay. I'm like, Oh, okay. I get and I'm well, I guess it's just me then. I'm crazy, you know. So then a week goes by and um I come home from work, it's the third of October and I come home and um she tells me, Babe, um, let's go to the hospital. Fuck. I felt my my heart drop, you know, because for her to want to go to the hospital, something's wrong, you know, and, um, so I said, okay, boom, I changed, let's go, we went to the hospital, and, um, and I ended up calling a brother, he ended up going to, he was there with us, and, um, they ended up getting us a room, um, like, in in the Madrugada, they took us up to a room, it was a big-ass room, and we were there, and, um, she was just in pain, you know, but, um, um she was in pain and um, they, so they gave her some pain medications, did some some scans and stuff like that and uh so we're there for like uh, about a week like Friday they tend, they send us to the ICU then then back up and we're at the ICU they um one of the nurses was actually a couple of the nurses that were there were really really cool with us um really really down to earth um and um we're at the ICU uh, the nurse comes up to me and she's like, Hey, uh, can I talk to you? I'm like, whatever. He's like, They didn't tell you? I'm like, tell me what He's like They said that she might not make it tonight. It might be your last night. I'm like, Oh shit, I'm fuck. I'm on no nobody told me that. I wish they would have told me that, you know. She's like, okay, but she's like, but don't worry. I'm gonna take care of her and I'm gonna um I'm gonna make sure she, she's she's comfortable. So um she ended up getting as much Saturdays as she could legally that was able that she was able to to administer. Take a quick sip of this Delarosa. So um as soon as that happens, this is like two in the morning or three in the morning. That's what she tells me, I believe. And um no no, it was earlier, it was earlier. But at that time I read, read, read away, I text my my in-laws, you know and my kids so they know and um uh, so i wanted my kids to be the first ones to be there first in the first thing in the morning so my kids show by eight o'clock family members and um uh, i even uh, notified her her co-workers her ex coworkers, and the whole um waiting room was packed full of people you know and they're only allowing two people at a time but since i slept over and i stayed there i wasn't going down and checking out so they were allowing two people plus me so it was three people at a time and uh, people were just going up there and, but they had her pretty sedated so she wasn't really able to uh, to interact but she, um, she was able to, to hear you know the thing about that that I realized that, that she taught me is um, it doesn't matter if you're blood family if you don't act like you're blood family and you don't show love a co-worker a friend can be more family love you more than your real family and and that was that was proven to me throughout this ordeal. I learned a lot of things that she taught, that that she taught me you know that, that I was taught but that was one of them um but um, her uncle, who she hadn't seen in uh, maybe five years four years um he shows up and uh He's pretty uh, messed up, you know, because he everyone is thinking that that she can't speak or she's in a coma or something. I said, no, no, she she can hear you. She's just sedated right now, you know. And so he's there for a couple of minutes, and she's sedated. So he's like, man, like he it's like too much for him, you know. And he, he's about to leave, and all of a sudden I see that she kind of she kind of opens her eyes a little bit, and I'm like, emma Liz, um, your your uncle's here. And then all of a sudden he turned around he's oh so he started talking and she he was talking to her they're holding hands you know what i mean so like it just depends like if that was her family and but he showed her a lot of love you know so she woke up and she was interacting with him um they share a bond because when they came from mexico this was about six months he he uh he was the one carrying her across he was running you know through wherever they had the hills they had to through and stuff and so they built a bond you know and uh, she always said he was really really cool um um, and uh, he was there and you know and then other like uh, her co-workers came in too and uh, other family members were coming in and then uh, all of a sudden there was a co-worker he, he was in a wheelchair and he went over there in a dialer ride um, and downstairs one of the family members was like um, kind of like uh, delegating and saying who can go up there who can't so she was allowing family members only and not, fam- not friends right so the friends were texting me I'm like you know what there's nothing I can do for me, I don't care if it's family or you guys If whoever's there first, you guys can come in I don't really care if it's family or, or who, you know Whoever's there, there right now can come up I, I, don't, I don't care if it's family or not, you know I emphasize that, but I can't do anything from up here And I can't go down there So I'm sorry, you know And um, But luckily, uh, my brother-in-law, my, my older sister-in-law You know, they have a heart And they seen the homie in the wheelchair And they let him up, you know So he went up there with 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 a, with a caretaker and another lady, so it was actually three of them. But the nurse counted as like one person with him because you know he she was taking care of him. So they went up there, and uh, one of them was a nurse, one of them was a coworker of hers, which is like an, um, this was her assistant at one point, and then a a, a patient, which they call residents, and they showed up, and she's you know sedated again, you know, And they show up, and um they show up and she's like again she wakes up boom she wakes up her eyes are open she's like talking to them interacting with them so like i said again and these are just like friends you know like co-workers but they're more than that they become family because they showed her love and that's what i learned right there man that you know like it doesn't matter if you're family if you're family if your family if they do not like family like i said like i'm saying again you know just like man i just kept realizing that every time i, I would see that you know so like her friends would come over again you know and then Different friends would come and she would like light up, and certain family members would come and she wouldn't react, you know. And that's where I learned and I realized that. So uh, she ended up making it that night, you know, and we ended up going up back up to the regular uh, regular room, but they gave us another room. And um, she kept fighting, you know. She kept fighting, and um, it was up to me uh, because they ended up giving her like uh, a button that she has to push when she when she would feel pain, right? But sometimes she was so weak to push the button. So I would push it up. Hey, do you feel pain? She'd like, no, okay, boom. And and then I'd push the button. Or uh, I'd ask her. she'd say a little bit. And when she says a little bit, I'll push the button because a little bit is something. But she's tough, you know? So yeah, man, she kept fighting and fighting. And then I had friends come over. Um, Sometimes I would eat some of the food because she couldn't eat it. And so I would eat it. And that's how I was surviving, you know, because I don't want want to go anywhere. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave her side at all. So I stayed there, which I'm not showing off Any real man is going to do that for their wife, you know, for who they love. So it's nothing, but I'm just letting you guys know little details and stuff. But, um, so, um, but luckily, you know, um, I, w- I, w- I would have, uh, I ended up having my, uh, one, one of my wife's friends, he bought me a burrito from Lucky Boys. I knew automatically what it was. I'm just Lucky Boys. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't eating that kind of stuff, but he bought it, so I ate it, you know. Um, and my homie, uh, my homie Eddie He bought me teriyaki Went to me, bought me a sandwich And the homie Nando bought me a fucking a gym special So, you know, people people were looking out for me And taking care of me, you know um, the, homies, the homie Eddie showed up like three, four times Back to back, you know With his kids, with his wife The crazy thing is um, With, uh, like, Liz knew who Eddie was And all that, you know, but you know, we grew up. We're neighbors and we're friends and shit. You know, me and him were always kicking and shit. And uh, they they seen my wife before. They they seen Liz when she was in high school. She used to walk by there and, and walk. You know, and she'd be with me, so they knew who she was and stuff. And she knew who they were. You know, I always talk to them, talk to them about, hey, schools are cool. We, we grew up together. You know, like like brothers and shit. And um, but for years we hadn't uh, we lost touch. You know, and maybe for, like for the past five years um and he reached out to me on the on the on his wife's facebook and then we just reconnected you know we've been cool just talking to each other you know like like nothing you know just back back how we were and um so my wife ended up going to their house about three times you know to go kick it you know and um they they got to meet me me and my wife and stuff and they saw that she was really really cool and they showed her love you know she 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 explained to them the stuff she's going through um the lack of love that, that she experienced, you know. Um not on my part, but if you guys know, you know. But um so 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 they knew, you know, pretty much everywhere everybody everybody knew her story, you know what I mean? And she wasn't she wasn't a person that would fucking tell everybody her business, you know what I mean? But once you become friends and you start opening up to each other, then you know, people ask questions, you know. And you know, you what are you gonna do? Stay quiet? So they open up, you gotta open up too. But, um, so they got to know her and um, they ended up showing up and they bought her some flowers. And um, so she's like, you know, same thing, she's sedated. People are coming, people are going, she's sedated. And then uh, they show up, Eddie and his wife show up. And so I go, I go, Ellie, um, Eddie's here and his wife. And all of a sudden she opens her eyes really, really big. And I go look. They bought you flowers, and I'm pointing at the flowers that are on the table. And she's like her, her big, big smile from ear to ear, right. And then all of a sudden, Eddie's wife gets up and goes up to her and holds her hand. And they're talking to each other, and, and my wife was able to thank them. She says, "Thank you for the flowers. I thank you for being here." And um, this is a lady and my my homie that have only met her like three times, or that I interacted with her three times, right and yet my wife felt that much love from them just in those in the, just in those three three instances where they met so much love that she fought the um the drowsiness and woke up and made an effort in order to interact with them and that's what it was like man like that's another thing that I'm going to treasure or have in my mind that that I was able to see you know that um about love about 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 love you know um Man, this song right here is fucking it just. This song right here talks about. Watch well, it out. She had it on her playlist. It just talks about the uh, that she's leaving and uh, and keep me in your heart. That way you I always be here when you think about me. And then it talks about also when she dies. Check it out. <laughs>
1: Florecer. Mientras puedo regresar para que cortes el ramo cuando te lleve al altar Como no compre la vida reza mucho a Dios por mi No me vayas a llorar Quiero
0: que me guardes luto ahí en tu corazón Fuck, you know, it says, uh, don't cry when I die Just keep a lot of, uh, grief for me in your heart Damn, that shit fucked me up when I heard it But you know what, I, I left out a very important, important very important, um, uh, part of the story too, uh when she was in the ICU and they told us that that was her last day, her last night, um, the uh, the nurse, the nurse told me, "Hey, do you have any any music? You know, you know what she likes to listen to." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." As a Matter of fact, um, um, I do, and I had her her, her phone right, and uh, maybe like a day or two before, I said, "Hey, unlock it, cause that way we need, we can have access to pay your bills and stuff like that." So she unlocked it, right. And then, um, so I had it unlocked And I went into her her, her iTunes music, Apple Music And um, I was looking at the playlist, right? What to put on, right? And then uh, there's one that said podcast playlist And I opened it up I started crying Because I had asked her uh-huh, to, to make a, a playlist for uh, songs to save your life And there it was, you know? And that shit fucked me up. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. So then, uh, I kept looking uh, at other playlists, you know, and um, this one I just said my mix. And I turn it on, and it's uh, "Fade Into You" by Magic Star. And man, that shit fucked me up. I just started fucking crying, you know, like just fucking crying hard, like a baby. Um, and then there was another one Called Wild Horses By The Sundays And that shit Fucked me up too Like Fucked me up But uh, especially knowing What what they told me You know It was gonna be her last night You know And um, So I'm listening to this music It's like It's like fucking me up You know And uh, The Sundays Like I used to listen to that while I would talk to her On the phone You know Like trying to impress her and shit I would listen to the Sundays in the background You know She ended up being a Like a big fan of that You know Um Also What fucked me up is like Um Cause I'm insecure Especially being with someone that looks like that You're insecure And uh So As much as I loved her And I knew she loved me But I didn't think it was like how I was, you know, like crazy about her, you know? And uh, simply because, like I said, she was not a person that uh, would actually express how she felt, you know? She would keep it inside, you know? And uh, so, I mean, I, I would feel it, but it's different, I mean, when you, you feel it and you hear it, it's like, it's different, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, because me, like, I, I can't expect people to be like me, but I'm really expressive, you know, with what I say. Um, and I communicate what I feel, you know? But I'm looking through it, right? And uh, she has like fucking uh, those um screenshots, right? When we, we would uh we would talk um in that FaceTime, right? She has screenshots, like live photos, you know, like fucking ugly fucking pictures of me, you know, like I'm like eating and shit. And but I was her husband and she loved me, you know, that you know, and uh, also like uh she had pictures of uh like screenshots of uh the appearances that i, that I did on, on youtube you know where i'm on the camera on youtube she had like screenshots of that and that that shit fucked me up seeing that really fucked me up this fucking song too is fucking crazy but the other the version of Chavela vargas is fucking crazy because of the fucking feeling she puts into it so yeah that fucked me up you know seeing that you know like that um Like I said I knew she loved me And all that But that made it Right there Like phew, I, I saw You know Like That she was Proud of me You know And uh On the On the On the 100th 100th episode When she came on I wanted to make sure She was on You know Cause I was 100th And that was like A big milestone For me You know And uh She jumped on And uh She was saying that uh That she's proud of me You know And like I said Like It's hard for her to express herself, you know, it was hard for her. And she did that. So, uh, we're there, right? And uh, everyone's visiting. Everyone kind of knows that. uh, And I'm telling people, you know, like the family, you know what? Like, she's, uh, you know... There's no getting better from this, you know. We're just we're just waiting for the day, you know that it is. And uh, what I said on the uh, on the other uh, episode for the Patreon, uh, I'm gonna let you guys know uh,
1: <laughs>
0: was uh, I, I would talk to her about death all the time, you know. We we were fascinated by it. You no, know, we always talked about it openly, without fear. Um, that's something that a lot of people are afraid of. They're afraid to uh, think about the, the reality of that, because we're all, that we're not gonna be here forever. We were open to that and we would speak about that lots of times, right? And uh, I would tell her, hey, like I'm gonna, even uh, one of the episodes I talked about it, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die before you. She's like, hey, you may never know. I might be the one that goes before you. You know, she spoke that, you know, she said that, but as strong as I am mentally, I, uh, I was afraid, that's one thing that I was afraid of, is, uh, her going before me, because I didn't want to feel what I'm feeling right now, I was afraid of that, and, uh, I I would rather have her feel that, you know, um, but, um, Yeah, that's what I was afraid of, you know. I wanted to go first, cause then I didn't want to feel this shit. I knew that I was gonna feel, you know. But um, so we would talk about that, you know, about uh, who would go. I wanted to go. F- I wanted to go first, you know. But um. Yeah, so we just kept hanging on, but you know. Also, what I'm going to tell you is, uh, I'm the, uh, I'm the person who most loves her in the fucking world. Nobody else, no one uh, will ever love her more like that. Not even her, her parents, and none of that. I guarantee you that. There's no way I love her so much, and uh, despite that. Um I no longer wanted her to be here anymore Because she was suffering And now I'm open about that Because it's the truth When you love someone so much Um You're self you're, You're unselfish And you don't care about your needs I always put my needs Third Fourth Fifth After my kids and her Always You know They go first So uh that's how it was. Let me take a sip, bro, quick of this.
1: Pues mis ojos se han secado, como el arroyo olvidado, que tus cayas del mar.
0: Man, she picked some badass songs You know, and some of these songs I never even heard of in my life And I'm this fucking Mexican fucking dude, right? But I never heard some of these songs in my life Or these artists that she knew about And she gained all that knowledge from uh, working with the old people with what she used to call them her peeps And, uh, So yeah, man, like... I would tell her, you know, like, the past... The last couple days, you know, like... Because I, I was there the whole night, you know. I would um, be waking up every like two hours, you know, and um, over overnight, you know, every during the day I was up. Sometimes I wouldn't even sleep, but um, um, I, I would, I was tell I was telling you know what, it's okay, it's okay, you know, don't fight anymore, you know, it's all right, it's all right, don't fight. I'm, I'm gonna take care of the kids, I'm gonna watch them. Don't worry about it, you know, it's okay. You don't have to fight anymore, you know. And uh, the the last couple days, I was having my brother. He would uh. What I mentioned is my brother the way it works out man like everything works out you know God makes things work out man so for some reason well not for some reason but he ended up uh I'm not gonna disclose one but yeah he, he, he took some time off he was able to have some time off for work right and um in that time it worked out because he was able to pick up my kids early in the morning at around 7 30 have him at the hospital on eight o'clock because i couldn't leave because if i left i wouldn't be able to come back up for a certain time and it's not so i was just spending the night and so he uh he would take my kids up there and he would he would watch my dogs my you with know, the whole time you know and then uh, at night time the last couple of days is like you know what come down kick it kick it over here man so he'd show up like right like at 7 50 or right at eight o'clock right when they're about to close uh and wouldn't allow anybody else to answer you know and uh, he would go in there and I would just close the door and we kick it in there with me sometimes till 11 sometimes till 12 um, uh, let's see the Thursday morning like Thursday night we were kicking it we were watching Analyze That Analyze This we are watching movies and just he was just there with me you know when I was with Liz we were watching movies and stuff um, and just keeping an eye on her and then uh, Friday night which was the 14th friday night and then up into the morning so it's like uh saturday morning like 12 you know whatever and he's still there he's kicking it with me that that day he ended up he ended up staying there with me you know um between like uh i want to say between like two and f- two and four you know Lil was kind of struggling with uh you know with the breathing and stuff like that right and uh so we ended up uh Calling the nurse, and then I told the nurse, "Hey, I, I want to switch out this this breathing thing. Just put just put her on the regular oxygen. I don't want this machine to be forcing her to to, to stay up, you know. Because what I did was I ended up buying one of those heart monitors that you put on your finger because I didn't have any access to any any visuals to any vitals, you know. So I went ahead and ordered that, and I would do I would be checking on my own for like the, the last four days. I was checking my own right." And I would look at the heart rate It would go up It would go down It would go up It would go down And I'm like you know what This stupid machine Is, what, is what, what's keeping her alive And not letting her rest You know what I mean So we switched to that regular one But she kept breathing normal Because you know she, she was tough She just kept breathing normal Normal And they came And they ended up Giving her a little more sedation So she's not in that much pain Um, uh, And we were there You know Um, My brother kept telling me To go to sleep And, he, and you know to, to switch off Like nah nah I'm not going to go to sleep man And he stayed there with me too I guess he had a feeling You know and um I ended up uh, We're there you know And all of a sudden uh, um, I, I turn over and look at my brother And then uh, I tell him something real quick And I look back And I notice uh, her chest isn't moving anymore right And so I go up there and I start checking her You know Her her vein her, um, The main artery um, And uh I plug in that little device, right, and the device is still showing like a heartbeat, right? It's showing something. So my brother, right away, he runs out to he grabs a nurse, and they come with the blood pressure machine, and they hook it up, and it's stinking. It wants it, it's it's like working, right? Oh wow, it's still working. And then all of a sudden, um, they restart it again, and then when they restart it, it's it's still working, like it's like checking, right? And all of a sudden, it just shows question marks, you know, and then she was gone officially, you know. And um, then. I remember my brother took off to go get, go get my kids and uh, I was there with her and he just fucking started crying, you know, like fuck man. At the same time, it was like um, no more pain, you know? Um, the fucked up thing is uh, um, 11 months prior to that, when I showed up, they told me my dad died, I closed his eyes, you know, and uh, here I am 11 months later closing my wife's eyes and saying no more pain, you know. Um, it's the, um, the third, the third living uh, being that I've had to do that for. Uh, when we put down my, my daughter's cat, obviously it's, it, not, it does not compare, right? But I close his eyes and close my, my, my dad's eyes close my wife's eyes it's fucked up because when that happens you know when it happened with her like you just start thinking about a lot of, a lot of things that, uh, that you wanted to do you know like we were supposed to grow old together you envision yourself like that you know we're gonna be old together we're gonna go here I would see old people and I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna be us, you know? Especially when I would see like a like a big dude and like a little chick. Like, oh shit, that's gonna be us, you know? And I would see that. And the, here I am where my wife just passed away, right? So then uh um, I, I told my daughter, hey, don't 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 tell, don't tell Noah that uh what happened. She's okay. But she ended up telling him, she's like, I had to tell him because I didn't want him to to come and then just all of a sudden to see her like that and he's gonna trip out, you know? Like, alright, cool. So but well, my kids were ready. You know, you can never be ready, but they're prepared, you know? Cause I my my son had had to say goodbye like three fucking times when they when they fucking scared us and shit, you know. So they show up and, you know, obviously they're sad, you know, but they're 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 they're, they're strong because they were somewhat ready, you know. And uh I called the homegirl Dee's Deanna. She comes down, boom, she gets her quick. And she says, Hey my my My, my sister's up there, you know and, uh, and they let her up, boom, she comes up, and she comes up, first thing she does, she gets Liz's hand, kisses her hand, kisses her, kisses her, um, her cheek, and her forehead, like, that's love right there, man, that's, she's a real one, man, she's a fucking real one, from day one, she's a fucking real one, right, and so she's, like, touching her, talking to her, then she hugs my daughter, and, uh, she, Deanna had lost her mom when she was 22. Also was wild to cancer, so she related to her, you know. And you know she's telling her like, hey, you know, like, um, you know, this happened to me too. And uh, you know, I, I'm not your mom. I'll never be what your mom is, but I, I'm, I'm here for you, you, know. And they're hugging and talking and stuff. And so right there, she's talking. and She's like, oh, Liz, we're supposed to go on double dates, and you know what I mean. Like, um, it was crazy and then uh they came up and they said hey uh you guys want to do a viewing and uh, i said yeah we'll do the viewing and so uh for two hours they give you two hours to do the viewing and um so i ended up going home and get ready i grabbed something real quick and then by the time i came back they're already calling me that they were ready to go and it was it only took like half an hour because i left 15 minutes from there and um so i go down there and hey get your party of 10 i get 10 people i call up my homie Maddie um, too, and then it just happened you know and so they take us down there it's in the basement and then uh i get there and uh they have her right there laid out you know um she's like on a on a bed covered with like a white white sheet up to her to her chest you know whenever her left hand's exposed and stuff and one of the fears I had was that if she got too skinny, you know, for like a viewing or something like that, but she she was she wasn't she didn't get that that skinny, you know. But um when I saw her there, I just thought, man, I just thought to myself, I said her aloud, like, you know, you're beautiful even in death. Even in death, you're so beautiful. And uh I realized that uh that she was uh she looked more comfortable right now than When she was alive and sleeping Because when she was alive and sleeping and sedated You could still see the pain in her face But there was no more pain right And uh, she's there Uh, I think I I put on her playlist And I put in my little I was wearing like a Pendleton type shirt I put in my left pocket and I'm able to hear the music right While while I'm there And my son is next to me and, uh, And I'm like man son This is just a fucking nightmare And we're gonna wake up right now We're gonna wake up right now son It's a nightmare And uh, And uh, So I have it right there In front of me right And uh, I uh, I look up at the sky And I'm like Why God Why is this happening to me What did I do What am I paying for What did I do And uh, I just kept crying Like a baby Like Fucking painful Like I was like Bent in half You know My side I was bending to the side I didn't care though Cause I I wanted to I wanted to allow myself To cry and feel everything Every emotion I do not want to let anything in You know And uh All of a sudden Uh I understand Why When I was asking God Right And I got the I felt the answer I got the answer And um It was to feel this To feel this grief To feel this pain That's why That's why it happened, right? And prior to that, I don't know if it was a week before, two weeks, we were uh, watching church at home because after a while, we were just watching at home. And one of the, I think it's Ecclesiastes, it says that it's better to go to the house of mourning than to the house of mirth. And mirth means like parting and happiness, right? And that's where I understood. And I understood that uh, um, grief is way stronger than love, and uh, and I, and I was, you know, I must look like a madman. I was, I was looking up to the sky and I was thanking God. I was thanking God for the pain. Thank you for the pain, God. Thank you for letting me feel this. You know, it's uh, it is beautiful because you're feeling uh, this uh, this pain, and it's only happening because. You are shown so much love and you gave so much love to this individual, to this person. And uh, you're you're so sad. And it's because of the love that you have for them and they have for you. And so that's where I realized that um, grief and this type of pain is, is and anguish. Um, this is the first time uh, that I, not that I use it today, but after... Her passing. uh, I had never used this word before. I had never, I I had never spelt it. I had never used it, and I used it. And it's a what it means is like a like a very like severe mental and physical and like spiritual pain. You know, like like fucking. And that's exactly what it is, right? So I'm thanking God, you know, thank you, God. And then I'm, thinking, I'm saying, thank you, God, for allowing me to express what I'm feeling, you know. And I'm like, you know what, right now I'm speaking, but I'm speaking and my heart is speaking. I'm not speaking, my heart is speaking right now. And I thank you, God, for, thank you, thank you for letting me feel this. I want to feel, I was like, you know what, I want to feel every ounce of this pain. I want to feel all of it, more pain, you know, I want to feel this. Because. It's uh like I said, it's like it's indescribable. It's like more than love. It's more powerful than love. You think loving somebody and you 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 fall in love is beautiful. This is this is there's nothing more beautiful than this. And like the like like the the song that I used in the beginning, you know, and where it says like that um you know she loved her so much more than her more she loved her more than her mother, you know. And that's the f- bottom line fact. Um, the reason why that happens is... Uh, you got to understand is like... With this love, we created my kids. My kids, you know. We created this... We created my the kids with, with this love. This is like... This was my best friend. My lover. Everything. My world. My life. And uh, that's why... That's why uh, I feel like this, and um, I'm not afraid. Like I said, to speak about my fucking feelings and shit like that. Whether I'm mad, whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, it doesn't matter. I think if if people would do that, be a lot better. People would understand themselves. They would understand you. You understand people. Instead, people put up this fucking uh, this fake front that they're tough and shit like that. You know, you hear me crying like this and doing this. And, which, and how you hearing me right now It might sound weak but I would kill for her I would kill for my family I'm serious 100% um, Like I said people that have a heart like me It's the most fucking dangerous motherfuckers man Because we react You know what I mean with the heart Mainly with the heart First with the heart then with the mind So um, So we're viewing her and I'm crying, you know, like I got my son right here, my daughter, hugging, me, you know, and then, um, then my in-laws came like an hour later, and then there was like a, they give us like another half an hour, and me and my mother-in-law were up there, and uh, I all of a sudden I started caressing her, right, and um, all of a sudden she felt warm. I was, I was touching her, she felt warm, you know, and then her mom was touching her too, and she felt warm. She, I guess, she went back in there, so to allow us to, to to touch her warm, you know? Because it was me and her mom, you know? The woman who gave birth to her, and I'm the man who created with her, you know? And uh, so that was happening. And um, and then the homie Eddie came, you know? And uh, I guess he was talking to the homie Slick, and he's like, hey, I don't know if I should go. And Slick said, nah, dog, you gotta go. Like, he's like, oh yeah, but it's only family. I said, nah, you're his family, dog. We, we gotta be there for him, you know? And he showed up, and now uh, that was big too, you know? um. He, uh, he's gone through a lot of loss too, you know, and, um, he doesn't really cry, but I could tell he was emotional, Uh um, seeing me like that. I don't think anybody's ever seen me like that. That's, uh, the most painful experience I've ever had in my life. Most painful. Oh. And then, uh, as I'm crying, uh i'm up there crying again you know like the last half hour i threw on some Chavela Vargas. just i wanted to cry i wanted to feel this this music was allowing me to like pour everything out you know um i describe it as like a as like a flash flood of anguish and pain is what it was you know and i was i was able to release all this you know out of my my heart you know and uh as i'm crying um you know I'm like bent and out Like my sides are hurting Every time I'm crying I'm like shaking Sobbing uncontrollably Just like fucking quivering and shit And my stomach is like cramping up And for every like painful Like grunt that I'm doing Or cry um Right behind me is Everyone in the room is crying You know and uh it, I describe it as uh As if I was like conducting like a an orchestra of like sadness and sorrow and pain, you know. It was like followed, you know, they're backing me. Um and then that happened and then after that, uh, I felt at peace, you know, I felt that I felt at peace. I, um I was uh we ended up going to my homie Eddie's house again and went there and were talking and stuff. And uh I set up the funeral for uh Two weeks after that, on the thirtieth, and uh, I want to thank everyone who uh, who donated. know, um, a couple of you uh, came in strong. You know, came in big with the with the donations, and thanks to you, I, I still have some of that right now to to survive because I haven't got paid since the fifteenth of October. And uh, I talked to my boss, Hey like, "Give me uh, my vacation pay, or give me my uh, my bereavement pay." Too, you know Like that's old to me I never got it you know I said cause you know what This situation Has left me bereft <laughs> You know So bere- bereavement is one thing And bereft is like With nothing you know Like just left you Like empty you know And uh So he's working on that So hopefully, let's see what happens with that You know get, get some money coming in that way Um But uh The funeral was Was beautiful man It was beautiful Um A lot of friends and family Showed up Um we had um, Orchateria, um, Gil from Mind Buzz, and Amber came down. And they hooked it up with some coffee, some churros, and then uh, also Melissa Garule. She ended up doing a bake sale, and uh, I shared it with the pre-orders, and in one day, she raised about $540, I believe, and she gave me all the proceeds, and she ended up showing up and uh, catered churros during the the the, uh, the ceremony, you know. So that was that was very, very nice of her, you know. I really appreciate that. Like we're forever forever grateful to you guys. Um, anybody who called, who reached out, that really, really helps, you Because know? even now, like sometimes I'll be uh driving and I'll just start crying and stuff, you know what I mean? And sometimes I get I'll get a phone call from a friend or a message and then I feel better, you know. It's uh it's tough. it's gonna be tough, you know. Um, and, you know, a lot of people tripped out, you know, when, um, because a month before her passing, um, I, I was on a podcast. I was in the mind buzz and I, and I, I talked about it, you know, like if she was to go before me that I was going to change my life around. Um, what I ended up doing is, uh, we ended up signing up for the gym, you know, I got the, some membership where I can take one of my kids with me and I've been doing that, you know, I got to keep my promise. I, I told her, you know, like. When it happens I'm going to change my life around I'm going to go to the gym and stuff like that And she's like oh you can go now I'm like nah I got to take care of you I can't leave you you know So we've been doing that I've been going to the gym and stuff you know So because my kids had two parents They're just down to one After that what do they have You know Realistically all they have is uh, My brother-in-law My sister-in-law My brother My mom Realistically you know But um Let's see uh, just staying strong, you know. Um Just been trying to stay strong and stuff. Um I was listening to uh the uh inside the north side. He's got a Patreon, so I checked it out the Patreon and uh there's an episode in there where um it's uh it's not released yet, it's gonna come out on Saturday, so but I'm gonna play you guys a little clip. They kinda get deep right there and they, they start uh, they start talking and stuff.
1: Check it out. And what I want to do now is just be like, Hey man, I, I love you. I care you know, I told Jose that when he was going through this with his wife Liz. Like I told him constantly, like, hey man, I love you. You know, I just want you to let to know that. I love you and I care about you and I, I you know, we're all going through this with you. It's not just you. It's me, it's Gil, it's it's Jaime, it's Chris, it's Andy, it's Punkbug, you know, we're we're all going through this with you because You know, we're not just, you know, your colleagues, but we're your brothers, man. We're we're family. You know, when you hurt, we all hurt. And, you know, I just, I wanted him to feel that. I didn't want him to feel alone. You know, we all know Jose is the strongest person emotionally, you know, but seeing him, like, crack on your episode was just like, damn. I mean, that was, that was something. To see that, like him, just crying. I'm like, I've never seen that man do that. I've never seen somebody just like openly be with their feelings, and you know, and it was, just, it's, it, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I don't understand why some people just they hide that. It's you know, it's okay to express your feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to tell you, you know, tell people I'm upset. I'm mad. This, you know, we. I think as men and just as. A, Culture And and, you know We just We hide our fucking feelings man And
0: So yeah The It's pretty It's a pretty fucking deep episode It's got got a bunch of It's funny And and then Towards like Right there like three quarters of the way They kind of talk about some Some real shit so You guys should check it out It's gonna come out on Saturday I believe But uh I don't know man Uh I, uh, I I may I may add after this um, I'm I'm pretty much gonna jump off right now. I just want to give you guys something quick. Um, just some just a little some some info. Um, hopefully I'll, I come back on Tuesday. Um, I'm supposed to uh, record with a, a couple of guests, um, and hopefully you guys hear that. And uh, I can release it on Tuesday. I wanna, I wanna stay consistent again and and uh, and keep going with uh, with this, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, you know what? After this, I might, uh, if I have time, I might end up adding like part of the Patreon episode that I have, where I kind of go uh, more into depth. We'll see. But uh, if not, you guys, you guys can check it out. It's on, it's on the Patreon. Um, but again, thank you, everyone. Who's been there Um I mean I don't know I want to keep doing this But I don't know man Like Um Depending on, on how I feel You know what I mean At the same time She wouldn't want me to be sad You know She wouldn't want me to be fucking I get sad sometimes But not how I was At the viewings You know That uh I don't know They say you know You don't you don't let them rest in peace When you're like that You know And I don't want to do that But one thing I do know for sure Is that She's in heaven for sure Um if you base it on Catholicism, base it, base it on um, on your acts, right? And then Christianity, which is Bible-based, bases it on if you believe that Jesus died for our sins and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? Now, she did both. She practiced both with her actions. She was an angel on earth. There was people at the funeral that... that, that our patients that were there in wheelchairs from start to finish the 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 whole funeral was packed jam-packed even on the sides so thank you everyone for, for for coming for that and for coming you know for showing up friends family everyone and for your continued support all the patreons i'll shout you guys out next time but you know who you guys are big paul also thanks for reaching out man thanks for for your contribution uh, I really appreciate it. My family appreciates appreciates it. And again, you know, like um we're eternally grateful to to all you guys, man. Um I really was not prepared for this, you know. Lose two people in less than a year from each other. I was not no one's ever ready for that, you know. Um but thank you again. Um for, for showing up for, for calling for DMing it means a lot. Um you you actually feel like you know like you're not you're not alone you know uh like I said friends friends that, that become family you know and when when stuff like this happens that's 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 when you see you know like hey they're really down for me you know they're they're really down they're they're here they don't have to be here but they're here you know, that means a lot, means a lot, you know, seeing it, you know, seeing it in, uh, in person, it means a lot, oh yeah, my, my, my homie, uh, Ryan, he, he actually went up there, and, um, he, uh, he gave a great speech, and I wanted him to be there, because not only is he Christian, and he's, he's a pastor, but, um, he actually knew Liz, you know? So he knew Liz, so, um, it was, uh, it was special, you know? It wasn't just, like, how many people hire people, and they, they, they go, and, like, they, they don't even, they don't even know the person, they don't know what, what they're talking about, you know? And in this case, it was, um, it was, you know, he, he knew her, so he wasn't, he wasn't make, fabricating anything, you know, um, I was asked if, uh, I was asked if, um, we were gonna have like a like a like a preacher or like a like a priest and stuff like that i was like no you know what um that's not that's not our faith you know she she didn't uh she didn't believe in that stuff you know and um we even discussed it before you know i was like hey like so what do i do if like your your parents want this or or they or they want that and she said no you're gonna you're gonna do what uh what, what, what we said and I said what did they what did they come to the table with, with, with all the money like the 25 grand to, to do the burial she said no even if they have the money don't don't do it we're, we're talking about it right now what we're, what we're gonna do I'm like all right cool you know so we had an understanding you know and um so we didn't, we didn't have a priest you know because that's, that's not our faith and uh they also have like some religious uh like uh, paintings and stuff hanging from there so I asked them to cover them. And then there's a crucifix that they put on the coffin i said no i want it without the christ i just want a regular crucifix so and they were able to uh, provide us with that you know it was it was cool it, it ran smooth you know and um, also she looked beautiful They they do a really, really 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 good job with everything with matching the skin tone with everything i ended up buying her a. Uh, I i kept trying i kept i bought a gang of dresses from amazon but none of them i didn't end up liking them and we were in almani and we we're in the streets and uh, uh There was pe- four people on horses, and one of them was a girl, and she had a badass Mexican uh, charra dress. And I asked them, "Hey, uh, where'd you guys get that?" And they were ignoring me, so I had to pull up in front of them and jumped off. He said, "Oh, some lady made it for it cost 500 bucks, but I'm okay. With, where's it at?" Like, oh no, then I'm number oh, fuck. So right away, I got an idea, and I was just looking an offer up for Mexican dresses, right? And I ended up finding a lady. And she had one that was beautiful, but I had like rhinestones and I don't like that shit. She's like, oh, this one's a one size, I'm but oh, it can't be a one size. It's got to be a small, you know. Okay, I'll make it for you. It'll be 20 bucks down. So I sent her 50 so she knows that I'm serious. And I told her what it was for. It's, it's you know, it's it's for my wife. It's going to be a, uh, you know, a funeral dress. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So right away, they, they made it in one day. And then I picked it up on a Tuesday and I had it and I turned it in. So she looked beautiful. She was wearing a beautiful white Katrina dress. Beautiful and then i put a, a white rose on her hair she looked beautiful beautiful um and it was nice people took flowers and stuff and uh it was a mariachi shout out to Shoe Rick, uh, came through with that with, with the with the connection and the and the and the awesome pricing they fucking they're played beautifully beautifully in tune loud really really good i was even throwing a couple songs at them they're playing them it was beautiful it was the, the whole the whole ceremony was beautiful like i'm i'm happy that we were able to honor her like that you know and then uh i put together a, a quick video it was, it was difficult to come up with it but i put a video with a bunch of pictures that was playing like within the first hour and in there um cherry and i um when liz got baptized in august i took a video of, of the side of the pool and she took one in the front view so we were to play we were able to play that and you could see. Um, when she got baptized, she was so happy. And then we took a picture of her afterwards. She's got a smile from ear to ear, like really, really happy. And then uh, while she was in the hospital, um, I took pictures of her tattoos that she had. And uh, cause I wanted to get this like, little heart that she had on her left left shoulder. Um, and I wanted her to do it, tattoo me on my shoulder, right? But the pain she wasn't able to do because of the pain, right? So I was taking pictures. I was using my thumb as reference. And one day I found a little uh, ruler. That was a paper ruler. The like centimeters And I took a picture of it With it against it So when I When I print it out on paper I can, I can take that little ruler And match it up So what I did was um, She passed away on the 15th And um, on the 20th um, I saw marvelous tattoos He was on, on a live And I sent him a message like hey ch- check your DM So he checked it He's oh call me Call me bro I'm like oh yeah well, my lady passed away Dog you know He's oh did you tell me I told you dog But uh you're busy homie It's all good you know Because he hits a bunch of DMs So I didn't even I was like you know it's cool I understand you know and I might want to get her Mario tattoo and I showed up and you know we did it real quick. I went to uh, go print it out to get the right measurement, took them the pattern, you know, laid down on the massage table, turned, turned to the right. It was like 10 minutes done, you know, and it came out clean. So the little, same little heart that she has, I put it behind my left ear. She was left-handed, you know, and that's what she had. It. She wanted she had it on the left. But anyway, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh hopefully I come back, you know, but uh if not, please go ahead and subscribe, rate it, review, but subscribe for sure. That way as soon as I come back, you'll get a notification saying that I'm back. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna be consistent, you know? I'm just saying, but just in case, you never know, you know, but just subscribe that way as soon as, as something drops, you guys get the notification. Thank you very much. Peace.